Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra, episode 22 or week 22. Not our 22nd episode, but this is the predictions for week 22. Uh, on tonight's show, I've got um, Steve Beeler and Amari Nokaville or Omar again, sadly, but uh, four of us should be enough, boys. Thank you for joining us, lads. How's your week been? Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Sounds good. Like, sounds good. <laughs> sounded good, yeah. Kind of depressed. <laughs> Beeler, have you had a, as good a week as Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's been better, you know. It was better better because of my result on Sunday. Hello? I lost on Sunday. Bottom of the bottom of the league on oh, this you. this week. What happened it's on been, it's been amazing. What happened Sunday? You lost in you won, didn't you? Oh yeah, I weren't there. I was ill. So I'm talking about the Sunday before. That's oh, okay. how bad my memory is. Bela, how was your weekend? Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was very good. A good win on Sunday was, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that one. And Amari, how did your boys get on? Comfortable 3-0 on Sunday. Just a textbook win for the South yeah. London Royals, as you do. Not, not missing me at all. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, tough games ahead uh, for the South London good. Royals boys. Yeah. Have, good have you had any sort of update on your scores. knee, Amari, yet? Well, we were talking about this just before. Um, the swelling's gone down, like, really good. Um, and I'm basically up to a jog again, so I think I might have just strained it or something. And, but I haven't had my MRI yet. They're taking ages, so. Oh, well, so you could go private when in NHS. Well, I got told that I could have gone private too late. She was like, oh, if you've gone private, you could have got MRI tomorrow. And I was like, well, yeah, that's the thing. can I take it out now? She was like, no, I'll put it on your notes now. I was like, oh, great, thanks. <laughs> oh, because it was an existing thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just oh, tell me before? <laughs> God. But yeah, not much can be done right now, but wait and the, see. The bloody He's NHS. Fucking... You leave them alone. No, my mum was a nurse. <laughs> uh, no, no one respects the NHS more than I. My mum was a nurse for, for 25 plus years. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Right, on with the podcast. Less of the, the personal stuff. Uh, last week's results, we'll start there. Uh, it reads really badly for one of my... Uh, esteemed colleagues tonight, Steve. Steve, four points out of a possible 45 this week. Um, wow. The Westfa, your specialist area, was your highest point score. Two points uh, this week in Westfa for you. But Steve, it's a bit of a sinking feeling for you at the minute, mate. Yeah, I, I just can't buy a win, I don't think. Um, I think you guys to be staying Steve out by the, by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we never say that. Uh, so let's go through. Uh, the rankings for this week. And again, 
We'll start at the top. I win again. This is getting a bit scary. Uh, I am now find myself four points away from top place, Amari. So squeaky this... bum time, Amari. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, it actually four points? Have you added all my points together properly this week? Yes, yes, I have. Look, 145 last week, plus seven equals 152. Quick maths. Mm. Very quick maths, and it's all in front of us, don't forget. Um, yeah, so I win this week with 12 points. Uh, Cavell is second with 11 points. Uh, I managed to, I've managed to nick seven points on him over the last few weeks. Omar with a decent week for him, nine points, 23, 123 points. He's mid table these days, which is a comfortable place for Omar to be given his start. Actually, um, a six point haul from the OBDSFL games, helping Omar with a really good week this week. Steve with four, Cavell, uh, Bela, you've got eight. 116, two points off the bottom. Uh, in your in two particular leagues, you've scored very well. Uh, three points in the OBDSFL and four points in your specialist area. Uh, the yeah. Southern Sunday helped with a three-pointer uh, in the Brick Sustain Broomwood game. Yeah, I was well chuffed with that one as well. Um, it was a dodgy one to call, but um, yeah, I was pleased with that one. And the Desmond getting you one point this weekend in the Sporting Continental Southwest Rangers game and Very... i was the only one only person that didn't go for a sporting win wasn't it i think yeah yeah that's right yeah. so you've had a good week this week yeah. uh eight points for Bila and amari seven points this week mm-hmm. I, I mean you scored points in each league not everyone yeah. not everyone yeah. can say that this week um three points in the Elkington and bromley two in westfa one in the southern sunday but one in the Croydon municipal the Croydon jfc elbow game not played this week um the, the fixture incorrectly cast by the fixtures secretary of the league. Uh, Albo sure. had a week off. I think they played, they played some uh, a game against to celebrate Kosovan independence this weekend, uh, and they had closed the date. I saw on their, um, I saw on their social media uh, profile yeah. that they played a game, which is fantastic to celebrate that type of thing. And obviously, a bit more important than a cup game with JFC. Um, they'll be playing each other soon. No doubt. So the, the standings at the moment, top of the pile still is Amari. He's led from the front from the first week, basically. Uh, and now um, we're starting to catch up with him a little bit. Second is me on 148. Uh, Cavell next with 141. Um, fourth is Omar with 123. Uh, fifth is Bila and sixth, Steve. But nothing in it. One good week and everything can turn itself around and Steve could be sitting pretty uh, in the chasing pack. Who knows? This week we are back with 16 games. Can I just um, ask Dan a personal question quickly? Who? Dan Beeler. Of how, course how you can. You're not, you're not allowed to, to remember. In the mornings knowing that you're bottom. How, 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 how do you do it? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? It's difficult. You're going to struggle for three days, mate. I can't cope. You're going to struggle, mate. It's very difficult. And I'm really, I'm fuming that Omar started pulling away if I'm honest. I can imagine. I don't even know what he looks like. But I can imagine he's got a really smug look on his face right now, sitting in mid-table. He's generally yeah. smug. I've noticed he started. He started to stop messaging me and giving me advice. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you weren't allowed to ask Bela personal questions since the incident. It's funny that Cavell's not been around lately, isn't it? <laughs> huh? I, I love the. <laughs> yeah, he's in there. Plenty of incidents between you two. Maybe maybe he's shy. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's hurt. 
Who knows? Maybe he's in prison, Andrew. Let's start at the at the bottom of our, our usual uh, spreadsheet, and we'll work our way back up to the top of it. Uh, let's start with the Quota Municipal uh, <coughs> and our first game of the week: South Sea Wanderers taking on Gold Coaching, two Division One uh, Titans taking on each other, um, taking each other on even. Um, South Sea Wanderers with a 13-3 win. Weekend just gone. Your mate Vila notching five in a, in a in a win against the struggling Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, it's hard to really read into those types of results, especially with the South Sea Wanderers boys. And we know their firepower um, is immense. It's their strength um, against the team in Surrey Park Rangers who really have been struggling. This time uh, they play gold coaching. This will be um, a massive game, a big game for South Sea Wanderers to prove they do have the credentials to beat the top teams in the divisions. That hasn't really been the case for them the last couple of years, Amari. They've sort of missed out. They've been, as we said on the podcast with Roger, they've sort of been the best of the rest in, in the last couple of seasons that they've played. Uh, they've not really established themselves as the top dogs. We sh- they're sort of not, they're proving that they're not sharks, uh, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they've, I don't know, because when, I think last time we played them, they had, and I think it was when um, you had them on the other podcast as one of your guests, they were in and around the top and just, it was, like I said, they were known as the Sharks. They even had, I think they changed their Twitter button yeah. to Sharks as well. Yeah, they point. did, yeah. But um, I'm not really sure. I think their form's been indifferent. Other than this weekend, you wouldn't think that, you'd think that they've been near and around the top after the win that they had this weekend, but yeah. Been a, it's been a weird season for them. I think they've, they've played 9-1-6 and lost three. So they've three losses for them uh, this season is a tough a tough one for them. But if they did have um, title credentials, it's a tough division this season, Division 1. Um, let's get into the predictions then. Roger, back in gold coaching to beat South Sea Wanderers 2-1. Gold coaching un, uh, not won their, any of their last four fixtures. So they're in a bit of a rut uh, at South Sea going into this um, on a high after that big win against Surrey Park Rangers, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so Roger back in goal, coaching 2-1. He sees that right ending. Uh, I think South Sea Wanderers will be higher from their win on the weekend and they will go uh, and get a battling 2-1 win, I think. Uh, Amari, you're thinking along the same lines. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a, a 4-2 to South Sea. Um, but to be honest, it, with goal coaching not winning then in the last four, it just shows how good that league actually is because goal coaching are not an easy team to play against um, no. they're, they're really not I think we had a friendly with them and we put some of our non-starters out and they beat us 5-0 mm. and there's, and we're un, unbeaten as, as you know already Andrew mm-hmm. um, but yeah so but I think South Sea are going to they're going to be bouncing off after their win last week and they're just going to just carry on going from here I think I think it's going to take a lot to beat them now yeah, I think so too. And they were just a bit. I don't know what's happened with goal coaching, but that's for for them to lose four on a bounce, considering where they came from um, at the beginning part of the season. Uh, something doesn't feel quite quite right there for goal coaching. But let's see on this one. This is a tight game, definitely. <coughs> Another Division One uh, tie: Woodside taking on Santola. Woodside um, have established themselves at the top of the table with a good run of form. They've been absolutely flying lately. Uh, against the Santola, who started the season, and I couldn't see where that where a loss was going to come from them. 
Uh, but it has happened. They've had a little wobble, but now they've just steadied that ship uh, a little bit. That said, Roger and I have both backed Woodside this week. Roger backing them 4-3. Uh, I've backed them 3-2. Um, and Amari... Oh, I didn't even ask you the rest of you the result. Your predictions for South Sea Wanderers, did <laughs> you, I? You didn't. No, no, I'm so sorry. Dan Cavell has gone four-one for gold coaching. Uh, Omar has gone two-one gold coaching. Um, and Steve and Dan, you're definitely split. Uh, are we? What did Steve go for? He's gone uh, three. He's. Yeah, well, he'll tell he us is. in a minute. Yeah, go on. In. So I've gone for four-two, same as Amari. Four-two to South Sea Wanderers. Like just like you were saying, Andrew, uh, goal coaching are in a bad run of form. South Sea had a big old win um, last week. Um, and I was wondering, Amari, I was speaking to Callum at um, school. And I'm sure, it was it Woodside that said they think they picked up the best midfielder in the whole league recently? Yeah. 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 He was saying he actually thinks that his team has one of the best midfielders in the league. I wonder, I don't, he mentioned a name, but I can't remember who it was. But he said the guy played on Saturday, uh, Sunday, and um, he didn't score or assist, but basically the whole game went for him. I don't know if you might know who I'm on about, if you've played him. It was about, had a name, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. But did anyone start to know? You might have known someone that stood out or something. I don't know. No, but what I did really... I don't know if he's still signed, actually. Well, now you mentioned it. When I was I was doing the line for uh, Whiteley from the scaffold, and Gus Ward was playing for him, and he normally he used to play up front for South Sea a couple seasons ago and he, he was ridiculous. So if he's still there, then yeah, again, if he does play unreal, him and Callum problems. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, four two same as Amari. And Steve. Yeah, I've gone the other way. Um I've gone for a three one goal coaching win. Even though South Sea did get the big win in the words of the mighty Ronan Keaton, life is a roller coaster. So <laughs> as high as they are, there's always a way down. Yeah, and uh, gold coaching looking to to ride it this weekend to all the way to the finish line and three points waiting there, perhaps. Uh, game two, sorry, I was premature as usual uh, going into this going into hey. this game earlier. Uh, that was a joke there. Woods, Woodside <laughs> against Santola. Uh, as I said, Woodside in great form. Santola in good form overall for the season, um, but a wobble lately. Uh, makes this one a little bit more uncertain. Uh, me and Roger both seeing tight results in this one. Him going 4-3 to Woodside and me going for 3-2 Woodside. Um, Amari, you're seeing a tight one as well. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't really call it. I was going to go for a 2-2. And I remember that Woodside abused me on Twitter every time I don't back them. So um, <laughs> at this point, I'm just trying to give them enough rope to hang themselves with. So when they do do mess up, I can be like, see? <laughs> this is why and you've cost me points <laughs> but it's going to be a close game nevertheless I think Woodside will just get there 3-2 because um, mm. although maybe they haven't signed the best midfielder if what Callum's saying is correct they still do have a ridiculous side but so do Santola so you know it's just I think it's just going to come down to a maybe a mistake here or there or a dodgy penalty Nice um, Bela uh, yeah, I've gone 3-2. If you look at all the scores, you said it was tight. Like There's one goal in every prediction. The difference is just one goal. Such a tight one. These four games, I was looking at South Sea Wanderers goal coaching, Woodside against Santola. This division is probably my favourite in all of the, the leagues, I think, at the moment. Yeah, no, it, is, it is definitely up there. Uh, we've said it from the start, what a brilliant job the league have done um, on creating this league because they've amalgamated 
the last season it had the Prem one, two, and three. So they've brought two leagues together to create one or whatever, however you look at it. But they've it's now down to three. But they managed to maintain the integrity in Division mm. One. I want I want to say Amari that some of the teams uh, in the Prem uh, probably wouldn't survive in Division One the way the way it's gone. Uh, yeah, degree, and I believe that some teams that are in Div One would probably do well in, in the Prem the way it's been going. Yeah, I think. Even with, probably shoot myself in the foot here, but even with some of the teams in Div 2, I think you've seen the results like Union knocking out the Prem, prem side convincingly. And then that there's there's quality in every league. So I think yeah. even if the, whoever gets promoted or relegated, they're still going to be in a competitive season. This, it's not like you're going up thinking, oh, we need to try and stay up. It's going to be, well, we can give this a go here. And it's across every league. I'm not sure yeah. if any other leagues have got it like that, to be honest. No, this is such a good breeding ground for the Prem. I think this season maybe um, once a relegation or the season or two happens from the Prem, no disrespect, but the likes of Cobbs or or whoever probably shouldn't be in the Prem division. They've got a load of teams in Division 1. They may even be able to increase numbers uh, in the Prem division next season just to make that a little bit bigger and to bring just the size of Division 1 and 2 down a little bit. Um, they may be able to increase numbers in the Prem just on the back of how strong Division 1 is. That's how strong it is, Bieler. And well, yeah, those, right. these four teams we're looking at, isn't it? South Sea, Gold Coach and Santola and Woodside. I'm sure all of them could step up. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, and, well, uh, the rest is less to be said, but Kaizen on their day are a good side as well. Yeah. So it's interesting. You're absolutely right. Uh, Steve, what's your prediction? Yeah, it's a bit of a coin toss, really. But obviously, you say both sides are really good, really informed. Um I've gone 4-2 to Santola. Um, I'm glad now because it's kind of gone against the grain and being bottom of the table needs something to go my way. So hopefully this is it. All right, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, it's going it, to, um, <laughs> it is a coin toss, but um, yeah, a risk you were willing to take. Omar back in the yeah, 2 Yeah, sorry, can I just interrupt? I've been trying that one all year, Steve. It doesn't work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, you're not bottom anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The slow game. Plenty of football left to be played. Don't worry about that, Steve. Uh, Omar has gone 2-1 Woodside. Uh, Cavell 2-1 Woodside as well. So out of all of us, Woodside heavily backed. And that is something we probably wouldn't have done uh, a month or so ago. Uh, two for Santola and four, five of us for Woodside. Good luck to both teams. Uh, third game in the quota municipal is the Pearly Saint-Germain game. They're taking on uh, Addiscombe Corinthians. Uh, Pearly... Um, still not really got their acting gear in the league, Amari. Um, Addiscombe Corinthians having a bit of a wobble. It feels like uh, maybe some reaction to seemingly uh, the Division 2 season looking more like a two-horse race than, than anything else at the moment. Uh, maybe heads are down and maybe they're not quite going for it um, as strongly um, as they were at the beginning of the season with some with some eye-catching results against you boys at the top. Um that said, Roger has backed Corinthians to win 3-2 and I've backed him to win 4-2. I just don't think the Pearly Saint-Germain that we see in the County Cups is the same one that we get in the league. And I just think that means an Addiscombe Corinthians win. Um, and I think it's fair to say, mate, that you agree. Yeah, I think I've gone... Like, Pearly's seen to be able to score goals and don't concede too many. But... The only reason I've gone for Addiscombe is in the league, they haven't actually lost a game to the top two. Like I said, two, if it is a two-horse race, Corinthians is the only team that haven't lost to 
Mm. Me, oh, well, not me, but us or um, Union, I think. They beat Union 3 or 4-1. Um, and they drew with us 4 all. Like, we did beat them in the cup, but in the actual league itself. So I think, yeah, so I think they'll be able to get it done 4-3. As I said, they both concede goals, but at a scrim of, they do actually, they're very organised. They've been playing together for about eight, eight or so years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so breaking them down is where the problem is but if you can get in behind then you can score goals but you just need to be awake to what's coming back the other way so I think Addison will do it 4-3 Thank you very much uh, Cavell going for a 4-2 Addison Corinthians win um, Omar going for a 2-1 Corinthians this is all Corinthians so far uh, Steve you're not upset in the apple cart with your prediction No I can't see anything other than a Corinthians win really um, say they're, they're more the stable team aren't they Seem to be at the moment. Uh, Bela, you can't see anything between these two. No, I looked and I thought it was quite tight. And as I got down, this is like one of my last predictions I had to do. And I hadn't done a Desmond yet, so I just went for a Desmond. Fair enough. A Desmond for the prediction. It's not a silly prediction at all. Uh, both teams capable of winning and a draw um, is more than likely to come up. Uh, Sanders did against goal coaching seconds is the next one. A much improved goal coaching seconds this season than last year. Um, so much so um, that Roger has given the goal coach in seconds a, a win. He thinks they're going to win 2-1. Uh, I think Asanas did 2-1 win. I can't see uh, anything else but that. But erratic is probably a word to use for Asanas did. I know it's another rebuild, another rebuild for Asanas did club, uh, Amari. Um, they're, going, they're trying to rebuild things again. The resilience of that club um, is something else. Uh, you can't see anything between these two teams this weekend. No, I've playing obviously with Gary and the boys. They obviously went up into the prem, um, tried to have a go, tried to rebuild, and get a prem team. Then a lot of their guys left and created AC Cells in the eleven and district league. So they had to rebuild again in Div Two, and their form has just been up and down. I think yeah. they win well and they <laughs> they lose well, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and goal coaching seconds, the f- they're a weird team. We did play them this weekend, one three nil, and like controlled and dominated the game. But but when we played them before, we only won two one, and it it was no by no means an easy game. Um, I just don't think Suns did have the same organisation that we do, and I haven't checked the fixtures. But if Palace are playing this weekend, then a lot of their boys do go to the Palace games, so. And they literally will play with about ten or eleven men, bare eleven, if they if Palace are playing because they've got yeah. season tickets. So it's all all up in the air. But I reckon it'll be a Desmond. Just looking at the Spurs Chelsea. So Saturday, uh, Sunday should be free for the Palace the Palace fans of at Sanders to go and play. Yeah, I've lost a player because of Chelsea Spurs half one kickoff. <laughs> uh, to all your prediction, Amari. Thank you very much for that. Um, Cavell going for a 4-3. Sanders did win. Uh, Omar, a 2-1. Uh, Sanders did win. Bela, the rarest. or well, not so rare in the Southern Sunday this week. I think we had three nil-nils in about five fixtures. Uh, so yeah. not, not so rare. But you're going for the rarest of um, results. Yeah, it was week. quite a few. And I'm sure there was one in here last week somewhere as well. One of the predictions ended up as a nil-nil or the week before. Um, Peckham, right. Last week. Peckham, right. Abby, me, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So it's, it's it's getting there. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pinch one. I'm telling you, I'm definitely gonna pinch one. But I reckon okay. this could be a draw, and I had to find somewhere to find a nil-nil, and this was the only one I could see. I kind of looking at goal difference and stuff. I just thought maybe this one could be a nil-nil. Nothing else to go off. Dan, did you look at the top scorers chart? Uh, I didn't. No. Who's there? He's <laughs> trying to get a shout out or something ridiculous. No, not me. Like no, I'm not, I'm nowhere near the top to be honest. Um, Sanders did have the second top goal scorer in the league. Yeah, but goal coaching are going to put in a shift this week. Watch, nil nil. <laughs> I've heard he's on holiday. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, last but not least in the Guardian Municipal, uh, you're going all the way for the Sunstead boys. Yeah, I heard that they've got the second top goal scorer in the league, so I've backed them to score three goals. That's all. That's all. Yeah, no. I, do you know what? I, going off history, I, I remember Sunstead being a really well-known good team. I didn't even expect them to be in Division 2, but you saying about like the rebuilds and stuff, um, it might, makes sense. Might have been Russell Sunstead, though, because they did have a, two teams. They have another team, yeah. It's a brilliant club that's been going for 20-something years, but yeah, it's been rebadged and rebranded and changed and topped and tailed. Really, over the last few seasons, it's been um, pushed about and forced to maybe forced to go into leagues, into the Prem last season. Probably more facelifts than Katie Price, yeah. Yeah, well, more than more than her, so probably more like Sylvester Stallone's mum, <laughs> Jackie Stallone. But uh, yeah, they they've been pushed and prodded, and and they've done things for the league. And they like last year they went to the prem when they won Division Two, for instance. They did a double jump into um, the prem, and uh, they did, didn't they, Amari? Yeah, they did, and it, and it was too although much. I, yeah, it was too much. But they did. The thing is, what happened was they will. I say they. I was there at the time, so we signed quite a few players when um, a lot of the sales didn't look when they folded, I believe. Um, and then the league saw it and thought, "Oh, you signed all these players, so you can go into the prem." And as soon as we announced that we was going into the prem, all the boys left. <laughs> and it was like, "Well, if we're going to the prem, this team's not going to compete, so I'm going to go and sign for another team." And they went to Lambeth Lions, I think. Yeah. So then Bruh. Gary was effectively left with the Div two side in the Prem, which obviously everyone knows how that went afterwards. But yeah, yeah, I ref them quite a few times last season when they were in the Prem, and that but rarely did they have even eleven men. It was so so sad to see. And but Gary is a lovely bloke, and he tried his best, and he was there every week, and he was a lovely person, and welcoming to the referee and all that stuff. So we do wish them all the very best. But Steve, you're back in the Sunday Boys three two. Yeah, I'm glad glad now. Sounds like a story that you need to be on their side. Yeah, a little bit there. Good luck to everyone. In the Quarter Municipal, let's get on with the Southern Sunday stuff. Brixton Town against Broomwood Youth is our first game of the week. That uh, uh, Marcus Lipton Cup uh, features heavily in these first few games, Bela. Um, This one, I think there's a few games here in the Southern Sunday predictions that are amongst the toughest that we've ever had to predict. Definitely the next game, game two. <clears throat> Anyone that listened to the podcast on Monday would have heard me uh, try my best to 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 blag, basically, my prediction. But this one is just as tough. Uh, Brixton Town played in League One or League Two in the Southern Sunday, and Broomwood Youth are in the best division in the Southern Sunday, the Silk Grassroots League 10. Um, a massive gap between the two of them, but we know, Bela, from history, um, that's not always that not always a big issue when it comes to the Marcus Lipton Cup. 
No, absolutely it isn't. Um, <clears throat> and I still think Broomwood are going to get a result. They very much could get a result here. Yeah. Um, they, they're, they're a really good team. Um, I know Graham doesn't like teams to jump up divisions, but maybe if they carry on this form, they'll kind of have to a little bit. Um, like, they um, beat Southside, who are, were in our division last year, Division 4, in the Marcus Lipson Cup. Yep. They beat Wandsworth Warriors, who we beat last week, actually. From League enough. 3, yep. From League 3, yeah. So, those kind of teams in the Div 4s, Div 3s, they're not really... They're showing they can hold their own in there. Yep. So, um, I, yeah, I have no issue with seeing that they can win. Um, and Brixton Town, they, you know, they're not pulling up trees at all in their division. Uh, they're a decent team. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually going to go for a uh, Broomwood win, and I've gone 3-2. Fair play. I went 2-1 for Broomwood Juve. I just think there's there's so much to be said for momentum. We're in, in a cup game with one team with momentum, and Brixton Town perhaps not at the highest um, ebb of of uh, of um, morale and, and, and all that stuff. I think it's a proper leveller. Broomwood Youth go into this. It's a free swing. They're no, they're a young bunch of players with no fear. That led me to predict two one to the Broomwood Youth boys, uh, yeah. and unashamedly biased when it comes to the League Ten teams in uh, the Marcus Lipton Cup, the Silk Pass Do you know what? I've got. I've been thinking about you know that, that the Marcus Lipton Cup having those crazy results that it does, and actually the the Southern Sunday has been growing so big over the last three four years. And a lot of the time, those teams that are in Div 10, Div 9, because Graham doesn't really like to put teams in too high too quickly, a lot of them teams that come in into Div 10, Div 9, or get promoted from Div 10 to Div 9, and they're still very strong, um, are kind of new teams to our league, but actually are probably quite established from other leagues and are yeah. decent units. Um, so I think that is part of the kind of anomaly of the Marcus Lipton Cup. Not that it isn't a magic cup, but I do think that is part of the kind of anomaly of those results. Yeah, I mean, St Andrews, for instance, last season... Yeah. We didn't know anything about them. That that was their entry into the Southern Sunday. Uh, and it turns out that they were a bloody great team, but they were in League League 9 or League 10 last season. They're now in League 2. Yeah, um, exactly. It's those things. You're right. St Andrews going all the way to the final last year and Wimbledon Wolves winning it. Uh, a League 10 and a League 1 team in the final of the Big Cup of Southern, of the Southern Sunday uh, is a little bit of an, an, an anomaly, as you, as you said, but I didn't. <laughs> We tricked Amari in the group chat to go for um, Brixton yeah, Town, didn't we? This is bullshit. That's why, <laughs> that's why I let you change it. <laughs> but I don't think... I mean, oh. Brixton Town win isn't against the realms of uh, what could happen, is it? Say that again, sir? Uh, a Brixton Town win, Bela, I'm talking to. Sorry, oh, sorry, Amari. mate, yeah. Bela, uh, a Brixton Town win isn't going to be that earth-shattering, is it? No, it's not. And actually, if you look at their results, like I said, I know I said Brimwood beat the teams in those divisions. One was on penalties and the other one was 3-1. Yeah. So they're not been like smashing those teams in Div 4 and Div 3 and stuff. Um, but they are definitely holding their own there. And I sort of went with, like you said, the momentum they've got and the run they're on and stuff. Mari, what made you go of 8-2 then for this game? Someone told me that there was like a nine-division difference, so... Sort of fell for it. I forgot what these leagues are like. <laughs> nah, this is what you've got to do to win now. That, that's what's going on here. Yeah, you wanted to change. That's that's up to you. But Brixton Town. I mean, as I say, you, that's a point. Uh, uh, I mean, that's that's Everyone brand has to the... change. But all of a sudden, you guys are like, yeah, that's fine. Go on. Actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. But Brixton. That, I mean, we're taking the piss out of you. They're not Brixton Town. If they they could easily get a point, they could easily get a win out of this game. 
Uh, as you say, yeah. it's nine it's nine leagues difference. That's not disrespectful to uh, either team um, there at all. Uh, Cavell going for a 4-2 Broomwood youth win. He's been listening to the podcast. Omar going for a 2-0 Brixton Town win. He's expecting this to go the way of the divisions. Uh, and Steve, was this your attempt to roll the dice here? I'm praying for a Marcus Lipson cut miracle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I didn't expect a lot of you guys to go the same way, but yeah, 3-2 um, to Broomwood. Um I actually used to play Broomwood back in the day where they used to be in Leatherhead and District League okay. years ago when I was at um, Wadden FC. And they, they were a decent outfit back then. They, they used to win win a few league cups and stuff. So maybe maybe carried on with the same group of lads or maybe they're just a youth team that keep going through. Yeah, I think they're a youth team that keep going yeah, through. Yeah, they're a youth team, yeah. Yeah, so that's good to hear that there's progression in that club. Must be a good little club. Uh, but yeah, uh, Omar uh, and... Amari could be the big winners this weekend if it goes the way of the league table. Otherwise, they could be um, cut adrift um, with with the amount of us that are backed Broomwood, uh, as I say. Unashamedly biased when it comes to teams in League 10. Good luck to Broomwood uh, in that one. Game two. Uh, now, this, is this for me, is the toughest game that we've ever had to predict on this podcast since we've been recording it. Mundial B sit yeah. at the top of League 7, unbeaten. Uh, in all of their league games, uh, they've con- they've scored something like fifty goals in their games, and they've conceded about six ga- six goals. South City sit at the top of League Six. They've won all their games, all eleven of their games, I think, uh, off the top of my head. They've conceded about seventeen, but they've scored mid fifties as well. Um, this is a cup game, Marcus Lipton Cup game between the two teams. Both teams blowing everyone away. Um, don't seem really to have any contest at all this season, Bela. Um, how did you uh, fathom uh, starting a, a prediction thought on this one? Yeah, it was really tricky, actually. And um, uh, South City were the one team in our kind of, I think it's the Dylan Rigobert Cup, the Division 5 and 6, um, although we went out in the end in the first bloody round. But they were actually the one team that I was thinking, please don't draw them. Please don't draw them. Yeah. They just look on such good form. Um, and they've had good results, but they haven't. They haven't. The reason I've gone for Mondale is because they haven't come up against um, South City, haven't really come up against anyone in the Cups that's made me say, wow. That's made me say, yeah. oh, that's a big scout. That's a big win. Yeah. Mondale's win against Sporting Continental is just absolutely kind of nailed on that I think they've probably got a little bit too much. Um, yeah, they beat the leaders of the Prem um, and Sporting Continental, who won the championship last year. And that, that one result really swings it for me a lot. Um, and that, that was a decider for me. That was a factor. So I, they're all gonna, there's going to be loads of goals. They, they score loads, but I'm going for a 4-2 for Monday RB. Yeah, I went 2-1. I think it's going to be a tight game and, and one goal the difference again, like Monday LB won against Sporting Continental. I think they're going to do it by one against a very good South City. Um, again, Cavell thinking this one is going to go all the way to Pens. He's gone three all. Uh, Omar going 4-3 to South City, the higher placed team, just getting the nod. There's no silly predictions on this one. Um, Steve, where did you go? Oh, I completely agree with you, Andrew. I think it'd be really tight. One goal in it. Um, I've gone for 2-1 Mondial. Um this is the kind of game that you would say is a clash of the titans and an ultimate battle, wouldn't you? <laughs> He's getting used quite a lot, let's say, in Sunday League football at the minute. 
Yeah, it's, it's good when you're uh, when you're like top of the league or whatever. It's, it's good to use. Deja vu. <laughs> uh, Amari, you're. I mean, you're, you've just gone. It, it's got to be them because it's so close. One goal win again. A one a win by one goal margin predicted by you again. But which way did you go? I've gone South City. The only thing that swung it for me was being in the high league. I mean, they're both unbeaten top of the league and score a ridiculous amount of goals. So it's probably even going to be more goals than that, to be honest. Yeah. But I think if, if us, I never even really say this, but if we didn't have a game this weekend, I would want to go and watch that game. Yeah, it does look good. Yeah. It does look good, I must say. Um, Bailey, you should have used your nil-nil for this one. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, this is not ending a draw. I can't see this ending a draw at all. Uh, Amari, you went for a 3 2 South City. Yeah, 3 2 win. South City. Yeah. That's how tight this game is. Let's have a look. One, two, three of us have gone for Mundial. Two of us have gone for South City and one draw. It's going to be tight. That's the game of the week in the, in yeah. the Southern Sunday. Out of all leagues and all and all divisions and all cup games, that's the best game um, of the week. And, and as I say, looking at the stats of the two teams, most almost impossible. Uh, to try and split them, uh, despite the league, the divisional difference, impossible to split them. All the best to both teams, and good luck to the referee uh, in that one. That's worthy um, of being uh, a final of that competition. So well done. Uh, South West Lions against London Ravens is the next game. SW Lions doing the business. Uh, league seven or League eight? What are they? Uh, league nine. League nine. League nine even against Championship uh, London Ravens. So another massive gap between the two teams. London Ravens having a, a fair to middling season. They could do something potentially if they put a big run in towards the end of the season, but it feels like they've given everyone else a bit too much of a head start after promotion from League One into the Championship over the summer. Uh, but they'll, they're, they're finding their feet in the Championship and having a decent year. Um, SW Lions are, are a good little side. Maybe they're going to miss out in League Nine with the likes of Brick Sustain, uh, Bruce Batsy. Uh, really go, going all guns this season. SW Lions maybe leaving themselves with a little bit too much work to do. Um, I thought this one was going to be tight again, um, despite the divisional difference, but I did go uh, with London Ravens 3-2. Uh, Bila, you're seeing this much, much wider. Quite an extravagant um, prediction, if you don't mind me saying for you. Yeah, 5-1 um, to the to <coughs> Ravens. Um I just I've played we've played Ravens a few times actually I think we played them last year as well and they're 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 a they're a really like well oiled outfit they beat us every time they played us not not by loads but they beat us every time I think we played them three times and they beat us and they're, they're just they've got some real decent footballers with good footballing brains on them and stuff mm. and they they'll take just consolidating in the championship this year they'll be well happy with their season so far I think um, but Southwest Lions like I don't know they've already lost. Two games in Div Nine, yeah, um, and they've played seven. But there's a few teams in that division that have lost the same amount of games or less um, that have played twelve. So I kind of they'll they might lose another one or two within there. Um, out of difference. seven, they've won yep. four. If they, they, I think they need to be winning a lot more to beat a decent Ravens team. If I'm yep. honest, yep. Um, so yeah, I can see Ravens kind of maybe doing a job on them. Five one to Ravens. Five one. Prediction from Bela. He doesn't really do this very often. Quite. No, I'm going to get stick on. I'm going to get stick on Twitter. 
other than the eight, <laughs> other than the eight twos, you normally do that. And that five one is particularly extravagant. Cavell, however, going for the eight two to the London Ravens boys. Um, Omar going for two one London Ravens. So that's a clean sweep um, for the Ravens. Steve, you've done it again. Go hard or go home, Andrew. Got to go all in now. <laughs> Got nothing to lose. Southwest Lions backed by Steve. By one goal, though, you can see it being tight. Yeah, I think they're going to nick a last-minute winner. Ooh. Crowd go wild. Fans on the pitch. Dogs barking. <laughs> Ravens Lions growing. roaring. There we go. <laughs> uh, 2-1, the prediction from Steve for the Southwest Lions, boys. He's got to take some risks this week, I think. Uh, Amari, uh, you're going for a textbook Ravens win. Yeah, I couldn't find them when I was looking at <laughs> the predictions. Um, so I took a shot in the dark and it looks like it seemed to have worked. 3-1 for South London Raven. Oh, South London. See, I'm so used to saying South London. 3-1 South. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. 3-1 London, London Ravens. It's fine. We can edit it out, right? Shall I do <laughs> we it leave, again? We leave it all in. We leave it all in. Uh, yes, 3-1. 3-1 me. the prediction. Uh, so we are Ravens heavy on the podcast this week. Only Steve back in. The underdogs, uh, the Lions of SM Southwest uh, London. Good luck to all the teams there. Last but not least. Can school... I say something quickly? Yes, please. I'm going to see your uh, Mondale B South City game and raise you Sporting Continental against Swag as the game of the week. Yeah. I don't know if it is, you know. Oh. I don't know if if Continental or Swag have quite been as dominant in their own areas as uh, Mundial B and South City have been. No, they haven't. But it's such uh, an important game, though. It is important. Like, it's not... It's, it's the Prem. Oh, it's the it's Prem. Shit. And it's so swag... shit to say that, actually. But it, there's so much... There's such a sort of aura about that Mundial B South City game. It's special. That's a special oh, game. It is. It and is it's a, a cup game. game. Yeah, yeah. But Sporting Continental Swag. No, it's a brilliant, brilliant game. Two of the best teams, uh, not only in the Southern Sunday, but these are teams that win or go deep into uh, London Cups over the over the last season or two or three. Uh, Sporting Continental got their name on the junior, one of the junior cups yeah. uh, the season or so ago. Uh, and Swag beating teams like uh, Lambeth All-Stars last year in a competition. Um, obviously, ultimately losing out in the end, but um, they've both got pedigree uh, on the county stage uh, and two teams in the uh, Prem division who um, certainly will be looking to finish uh, at the top of the table. This is a clash of titans, a proper clash of titans, uh, the ultimate test for uh, the Southern Sunday Prem teams. Uh, Sporting Continental have had a bit of a wobble, though. No win in two for them uh, and swag I think with a with a uh, an impressive win this weekend just gone Bela uh, that led me to think potentially there's going to be bounce back ability uh, within the sporting continental ranks they don't often lose three or they don't often not win uh, one uh, in three games I think they're going to nick it 2-1 this is going to be uh, an old fashioned ding dong oh I've gone the opposite to you yeah I've gone for agree. a 2-1 swag um, Swag have kind of, I think Graham's mm. mentioned it before, Swag have had Sporting's uh, number a few times over the years. Um, and like like you said, Sporting, I think they've won, they've, they've won one in their last four, or they've lost three out of four. Um, and Swag have won four in a row. 
Um, and Swag kind of need it. But those two games... You paused for a Stato there, didn't you? I'm so sorry. Stato! No, I didn't. I didn't. Stato! I don't deserve a Stato pause because I just was talking too fast. Uh, but yeah, I think Swag... I don't know. If Swag win this, it puts them three points behind with a game in hand. Um, oh, I don't know. I've gone 2-1 Swag. It could go the other way. It could be a hammering for either team as well. Yeah, it could be. If either team doesn't turn up and isn't yeah. ready, then it could be a confident... A confident win for their opposition. This is a team, this is a game both teams are going to have to be on it. Not sure what's gone on at Sporting Continental over the last couple of weeks, um, but they still lead the way in the Prem Division, don't forget. They won't we want to give him that up. Uh, this game will go a long way um, on showing where they will go, where they will finish, should I say, at the end of the season. Steve, you think Swag will have a bit of Swag on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I'm hoping that they can, you know... Um... T- take advantage of the uh, wounded animal that is Sporting Continental. Um, I think that they're going to nick it three two. Uh, that's more of a hope than a, than, a, than a, an opinion. All of your predictions that seem to have a lot of hope on them this week. <laughs> I've gone big. I've gone big. I'm a gambling man. Amari, you can't split them. No, it looks like I'm the only one that's gone to have a draw. So hopefully, Not even Perif. Not a silly prediction. They they drew with Southwest Rangers this weekend, uh, Sporting Continental. So, not a silly prediction at all. No, I'm saying I'm, I hope it comes in even better if it is the Desmond that I've put down, and then I'd take the three points, and no one gets anything for that. That's <laughs> for true. This round. That's true. The ultimate tribute to the man himself. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy about that one, but um, yeah, I've gone two-two because yeah, other than the Monday our South City games, probably is one of the other biggest games. Mm. I, I couldn't split them. I think it was too much of a risk to attempt to try and choose one, so I've gone for a draw. Fair play. Uh, Omar back in uh, Sporting Continental 3 1. It's it's often risky to back against the Sporting Continental boys, and Cavell uh, is seeing this as a, a home banker as well. 4 2. He has backed the boys in purple. Good luck to to all the all the all the eight teams there in the Southern Sunday. All good games, all intriguing games. Well done, Graham, as well, for picking. Um, some tough games for us to pick. Um, in Westfar, let's go there. Uh, Steve, you're our specialist contributor for the Westfar uh, games this week, so you can lead a little bit on the analysis. Jam against Belvedere is first up. Um, these two met each other recently in the Cup. The, the game going the way of Inter Belvedere on penalties. Um, how are you seeing this one going? Yeah, neither team have really like kept up the form that they had last season, have they? Um... I think they both had a bit of hit and miss recently. Um, based on that result earlier, that Belvedere get, did get one over them. I've gone for a, a slight 2-1 win to Belvedere on this one. Just think Jam have, have maybe fallen off the pace a little bit. They do seem to have a little bit. Something's going on. Beaten, beaten comfortably by bottom of the table. Mildeen, uh this weekend just gone, Jam, uh, in an unforeseen result, really. Uh, in that Belvedere <laughs> will fancy this one again, and maybe meant have something, meant have a mental psycho, um, a mental uh, thing over Jam, a psychological advantage over Jam, uh, and maybe it's something to do with that red card. What red card? Wasn't oh, it the stamp? The stamp the... Yeah, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> under the radar, yeah. Um, but uh, Gibbs is back in Jam to win three two. Uh, I've backed in the Belvedere two one. I'm with Steve. I think in the Belvedere win again. Uh, they're going to be up for it. And one thing you don't well, want to do... Maybe they just have their number. Yeah, maybe they do. Dan Cavell back in jam 3-2, as is Omar. 
our other resident Westford um, specialist, Omar, uh, can see a jam win. So both of our Westford boys are split. Uh, Bela, you're going with the lower place team in this one. Yeah, 3-2 to Inter Belvedere. I think they just seem to have clicked a bit. Am I wrong? Oh, I could be wrong, but in my head they've clicked a little bit and they're doing all right recently. They've been um, going well all season, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone for a 3-2 to uh, Inter Belvedere. Fair enough. They, they went up two divisions, didn't they, Andrew? Uh, they were in they were in Division 1 and then they got promoted into the senior. Uh, after Just after the season had started, they were then promoted into the Prem. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. In, sorry, senior. Yeah, yeah, That's they the went up. They, they went up too, didn't they? So yeah, you, you know, you know, they've 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 done that. Uh, done well doing off that as well. They have. Uh, they've not noticed any any promotion really. They've done exactly what I think they would have done in their previous uh, division as well. Uh, Amari, yeah. last prediction. Who have you gone for? Um, despite what I said just now, I've still going for a jam win two one. I mean, one thing you don't want to do if jam can get all the boys there. And they are wound. They will be wounded from this, from that result against Inter Belvedere before. Phil will go all out to avenge that. Although he's got a lot of time for Inter Belvedere, he will go out. All, he will go all out to avenge it. And not only well, did they've they got the quality, they've definitely got the quality. They were defeated by Inter Belvedere. They've been. They've lost last time out to Mildeen. They'll be hurting, uh, and that lost that losing run can't continue. That's just not the jam way. Um, so it'll be an interesting response. This week, good luck to both teams. Uh, in game two, Rose and Crown taking on EWD Eagles. Um, another cup game this one, I believe. Um, Steve, take it away. Yeah, just Rose and Crown doing very well. It's like nice to welcome back Damo back to the league this year, yeah. and um, he's, he's they've really impressed in Division Five. I think um, Omar's would, would disagree. I think he's struggling to get over the fact that they got smashed by him a few weeks ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was at that game actually because it was next to mine. And every time I turned my head, I just kept hearing uh, Omar crying and Damo cheering. It was it was a it wasn't a pleasant sight. Um, EWD they picked up some good results recently. Um, maybe a little bit of help from the referees on videos that we've seen. But yeah, um, you know, community club like you said before, and yeah, uh, they're they're a good side and they've got a good bunch around them. So. I think it'll be close, but I think the Rose and Crown just got the quality to pull it out of the bag and get a 4-3 win. 4-3 the prediction. Gibbs going 4-2 for Rose and Crown, and I went 3-2 Rose and Crown. So three out of three in the Rose and Crown favour um, as we go. Uh, Cavell has backed 5-1 to Rose and Crown. A big prediction from Cavell. That's all of us so far. Oh my there was can't... a goal. Um, sorry, sorry, Andrew. There was Come a goal on. that um, one of the EWD Eagles strikers scored. I don't know if you've seen it. It was oh, all that like spinning quick... backhill thing, wasn't it? Yeah, have you seen it? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, what a screamer! Josh is a good player. Um, I've seen him score some good goals Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah, not surprised to see him doing something like that. Uh, Omar has backed a two-all draw in this one. He can't split them, so he thinks it's going to pens. Um, Amari, you're going for the home side in this one. Yes, um, I. I don't know. I was looking at the league table, and I think. Rosen kind of got about three or four games in hand um, and they're still thereabouts at the top. Um, so they're clearly having a good season. So I just thought they'd do it 3-1. Yeah, EWD starting slowly, um, but they have been warming up nicely. The last few weeks have been successful for them. Coming back from behind against Omar's Spring Hill Blues, as Steve said, maybe aided by 
at best poor communication from the match officials on the day and you don't like to dig we don't like to dig dig referees out too much obviously but that was a poor situation for Greenhill Blues that game but EWD capitalising on it um, regardless Bela you're going big for Rosen Crown yeah 4-1 for Rosen Crown I think just when I looked um, sort of what Amari said really they just looked like they're doing a bit better with a few games in hand and uh, seemed like maybe one of the easier predictions for me to, to go for this week maybe on paper definitely looks that way um, third uh, game of the week Springer United taking on the SE Niners um, or the 69ers, as I like to call uh, them. Uh, this is uh, a good game, a Division 3 game, a Division 3, all Division 3 tie. This might be a Division 3 fixture, actually. Uh, Springhill United mourning uh, the loss of the great man uh, for their club and for the league, uh, Arthur Tansley, this Sunday, losing 3-0 to SE Maroon, probably. Um, well, definitely put a dampener uh, on the day for the, for the Springhill boys. They can be forgiven. Uh, for not ha- not being up for their game this weekend. Potentially, they need to bounce back and get that first win uh, to celebrate Arthur with a win. They'll be looking to do that against uh, SE Niners. Uh, Gibbs, however, thinks a 2 all draw is on the cards. I think the 69ers will win 2-1. Uh, Cavill going 5-1 for the 69ers and Omar going 2-1 for his club mates, the Spring Hill Firsts. Um, he probably couldn't get back against that, being he's on... His job's on such a knife edge, Steve. Uh, Omar would have to back his boys, wouldn't he? <laughs> He'd be silly not to. Yeah, just just a football aside, I just want to um, pass some up condolences to the club and to the league because um, obviously I, I never got to meet Arthur, but I've heard so many good things about him football-wise, you know. Um, so so all the best to everyone at the club and, yeah. and I, I hope that um, they, they can all um, give him a great send-off. Um Obviously, last Sunday was a bit raw for them. I think they found out that morning or the, yeah. the day before. So um, it was must have been very, very hard for them to play. So well done for even getting out and getting yeah. on the pit, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, hopefully, their luck does change this week. I've gone for a 2-1 win. Um, I think that maybe they'll play with a bit more of a, a level head this week and go out there and give them a good send-off. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, 2-1, your prediction uh, for the Spring Hill boys, for the boys in blue. Uh, Bela, uh, you think that SC Niners are going to upset the party? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was kind of just was going for a bit of a a, a, a shot in the dark. What I thought was a shot in the dark, but they look, we look quite split today, actually, on this yeah. one. Yeah, um, we are. I thought I thought I'd be going for a bit of a, a, a random one there, but no, I've gone three one for the SC Niners. Three one, the prediction. Uh, Amari last for this this game. Uh, you're going fairly comfortable. For the nine, for the Niners, yeah, I think it's gonna. I never thought I'd say this, but like Dan Bieler's gone a two goal swing. Kind of inclined to agree with him. Um, I hope he doesn't. Favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when you're not more Dan, everyone starts to agree with you, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully Dan's on an upward turn and we get this result in. But um, yeah, I've gone four two to the SE Niners, sixty Niners, SE Niners, whatever whatever they're actually called. The SE Niners is what they're I actually ended up believing called. that they was actually called 69ers and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, we've we've managed to embed a few things into uh, the minds, the thoughts and minds of the uh, listening public, which is very, very nice to do. The 8-2 has become the most feared of all results as well, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, 4-2 <laughs> is Amari's prediction. 
for the SE Niners. Let's have a look. Only two people have gone with um, with the Spring Hill boys. Funnily enough, two of our Westfer uh, alumni, uh, Gibbs and myself, we've gone for draws and wins for um, SE Niners. Uh, everyone else is going for the SE Niners. So interesting to see. That's your that's your team talk done uh, for Sunday morning, Spring Hill. Good luck. Um, the next one, an all Prem Division tie, Red Velvet taking on Bulltarks. Red Velvet unbeaten in the league. Uh, and Bulltarks, I don't think, have actually won a game in the league yet. Um, so this is a tough game for Bulltarks. Nearly there. If, if games are 75, 80 minutes long, um, they'd be top of the table probably. They've had some fantastic games that they've just not been able to see things over the line. Uh, and they've been left wanting in the game. And Red Velvet is a, is a team... Uh, that you need to be at 100%. Uh, Gibbs and I both agree with that one. Uh, we can see Red Velvet winning 3-1 uh, for Gibbs uh, and 4-2 uh, for me. Steve, you're going with your clubman on this one. Yeah, I mean, Red Velvet are a team to be feared when they're on form, aren't they? They're, they're a good side. And Bulltarks, they're a bit erratic. Um, like you said, they, 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 they get leads in games, they throw them away, they're they're good side, but they're not quite getting the job done. So I've gone for a Red Velvet 3-1 win. Absolutely. And interestingly, um, how well Red Velvet bounced back from heavy, heavy defeat uh, against Prem Division rivals uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, that doesn't seem to have affected them at all. Um, they've they've hit the ground running straight away. So this one, uh, they really... Uh, makes Red Velvet big favourites for me, or that thought does. Cavell going for a 3-1 Red Velvet win. Omar, 3-2 Red Velvet win. Um, Amari, what way did you go? I've gone again with the Red Velvet lads. Um, again, just league table, seeing where they are. Um, Bulltalks, I heard, was supposed to be good, but the league table doesn't really reflect that at the moment. Um, I've only heard good things about Red Velvet. So yeah, Red Velvet 4-1. For one, that's a clean sweep for Red Velvet so far. But hang on a minute, Bela. Right. Well, listen. I've heard, <laughs> and if this is true, Bulltarks have picked up three of the best players I've ever ever seen play oh, on I a see. Sunday. So um, I think this will be the moment their season turns around. They've been close to it, but they're going to win today. They're going to win on Sunday, two-one. That doesn't sound convincing. They are. These players, if, if if what I've heard is true, which it probably is, they're immense. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking rubbish. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> talking a might, load of balls. <laughs> you might be talking ball, yeah. Yeah. 2-1, <laughs> uh, the prediction uh, for, for Bulltarks, for, for Bela, against the grain. Everyone else backing uh, the boys in red. Good luck to all the uh, Westford teams there. Let's do uh, the Orpington and Bromley. Our last section. Um, quite a long, quite a long show this week. So let's get through uh, the four games. Blendon against Palace Saint Germain. Um, Jamie backing the Palace Saint Germain boys two one. It's hard to see uh, PSG losing at the moment. Blendon there or thereabouts in most of their games, uh, but the lack of games and lack of momentum seems to be affecting them. But now they have had a run of games. It'll be interesting to see how they get on. Um, I still think PSG will win this three two. Uh, Cavell thinks 3-2 to Palace Saint-Germain as well, as does Omar. Some people must be listening to this podcast. I can't believe it. Amari, you know a little bit about PSG. Um, that seems to not be in their favour oh, with no, your prediction. That's, no, that's the wrong way around. I didn't write that. 
I'm never back against PSG. Whoa. Hang on a minute. Too late that. to change it. Too late don't to change it. Don't know about that. You let him change one earlier, didn't you? You can't let him do it now. The table nerves. He's already changed one today. Boys, I'm just going to put this into the group chat. I've just, I've just screenshotted his thing just to prove. No, I did as well. Yes. Look, can you see that, boys? This is live. This is live. I just looked. I did it as well. Lendon three, PSG one. No, that is not what I was meant to put. Let him change one, boys. I don't think we can let him change again, can we? No, he's already done well. He let me change the wrong one. 3-1 <laughs> one has to stick, but a typo. I mean, it's not a stupid typo, though, Amari. Yeah, I know, but I never back against my PSG boys. Like, Tom, Keith and all the boys over there, they're unbeaten in the league. They're doing well. Um, and clearly, for that reason, I went three-one blending. Well, yeah, they're doing so well. Oh, Twitter, boy, back yeah, he's gonna get a Twitter. He's gonna get some backlash for that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Probably see them on the weekend as well. Vila, <laughs> uh, uh, you have sensibly, in your mind, no typos in your prediction. Oh, I could never go against my boys from PSG. I'm telling you, <laughs> I could never do that. <laughs> Uh, 4-1 for Palace Saint-Germain. I think the same reasons we're all saying. They, they just look they're on fire at the minute. So, uh, could go with them. But Blendon, they're a decent outfit, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they are. they're, they're a well-known, decent, well-run club. Like They could always turn up with a 3-1 win. They could. They could. Uh, and they, and you could be laughing on Sunday, Amari. Uh, Steve, you did type 3-1 the way you wanted to type it. Yeah, listen, I don't normally back against Blendon, but when I saw it with my mates from PSG, I couldn't go any other way. <laughs> <laughs> It Absolutely, would be. be rude. <laughs> Had to back them. They're my best pals. 3-1. Fair enough. Thank you, boys. Uh, a, a typo co- potentially costing Amari uh, friendships this weekend. <laughs> that is on the line this weekend. Uh, good luck to both teams. Uh, two excellent teams in the ABDSFL Prem. Uh, in the Division 2, Broccoli take on Westrum. Two teams who will be hoping for promotion as a bare minimum uh, from Div 2. Uh, a tight game, potentially. Broccoli having a really good season. Um, I saw Westrum in the flesh this Sunday uh, and saw what a professional performance they did against higher-placed opposition, Sydenham, uh, in the Cup. They got away with it, Westrum, on the weekend. Uh, they did win, um, and they go against Broccoli uh, on a different uh, type of surface, on a big 4G surface down there at Footscray Rugby Club. Um, I've gone for a 3-2, a 2-1 even, Westrum win um jamie going for a 3-2 western win this is uh, a division two game that jamie will be keeping one eye on being that the greenwich mariners play in the same division uh, cavell back in western 3-1 omar back in western 3-2 no one giving broccoli a chance so far uh amari did you type the result for this one in the right way round? as long as i back to western then no yeah so <laughs> no this one i actually a few, no few of the Western boys um, ref them, watch them in the cup final. I think they're going to do very well. Um, I reckon they're going to win 4-1. 4-1. Uh, a big, big prediction from Amari that. 4-1. Uh, they were good against Sydenham, uh, but it was a back against the backs against the wall a performance in that second half with the slope as well uh, on Sunday. They had down there at Western. I don't know if anyone's been there. Uh, it's quite a, 
a decent slope on the pitch. Uh, and But yeah, they knew what to do. So that would be an interesting one. Uh, Bealey, you're seeing a, a 3-0 whitewash for the Western boys. Yeah, 3-0 to Western. Um, <clears throat> I just think they look really good. Um, most people are going for Western to score three or more goals. It looks like on a prediction. So it wasn't too silly a shout. No. Uh, I just thought I'd throw in a, a nil just for the sake of it, really. It doesn't happen often, but I thought I'd go 3-0. Nice one. Uh, Steve, a tight affair uh, in your mind. Yeah, like we always say when people go to Westrum, like being a horrible away day, it must be horrible for them to go the opposite way. So I've, I've gone for a tighter game, but I do think they'll get the ball across the line. I think they'll go for a 2-1 win. Yeah, I'm not sure the away day is the issue for Westrum, but if you don't play um, on 3G, which obviously Broccoli do, and maybe a home advantage here, uh, 3G is a completely different game. And um, uh, Westrum seem to like to hit the ball long into channels to their to their uh, tricky forward there he was up he was chasing everything and maybe sometimes on 4G 3G that long ball just seems to bounce through quite a lot yeah Yeah. and um, you know what I find hardest about 3G pitches it's not necessarily the pitch it's the fact the ball doesn't go far out of play you don't go to 5 10 15 20 yards to get the ball for a throw in it hits the cage comes straight back and you're going again so there's no respite for anyone it's just constant football isn't it that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. Maybe, I mean, it's a different thing completely uh, for Westrum. Let's see what happens. Broccoli uh, going good this season. Westrum going well as well. This is a very early uh, six-pointer uh, for these two. Good luck to both teams. Third and penultimate game of our predicting week. Ministry of Ball taking on the Warren. Uh, two teams with a similar season so far. Um, go up against e- each other in this intriguing little fixture. Uh, Nimo thinks two all. He can't split the two of them. I never really back against um, the Ministry of Ball Boys. They're all good lads, as are the Warren. Um, but I just think a little bit more experience in the Ministry of Ball side will get them over the line. I've said 2-1 to Mob. Uh, Cavell thinks 2-1 as well. Uh, Omar back in 2-1. Ministry of Ball as well. They've copied me on quite a few of these. They obviously listen to the podcast. Uh, Bela, you're going with the Warren. Yeah, I've gone the other way around. Uh, off the top of my head, I really can't remember why for this result, if I'm honest. Um, I did do, I was doing my homework, but I just can't really remember why I've chosen 2-1 for the Warren, but they'll get it. Fair play. 2-1 for the Warren. Bela's prediction. Um, Amari, like Jamie, you can't split these two. No, um, me and Jamie just gone exactly the same way, haven't we? There's gonna be Desmond as well. I just couldn't, I couldn't find anything tangible, even previous teams, like if they've played each other already this season, to say, oh yeah, they might nick it. So I've just gone 2 2. Contribute to the great man himself and Steve, a slight close win uh, for the Warren. I was gonna go for a Desmond, but I thought. I need to go brave. So I've gone for a late winner and, a, you know, someone to nick a win and I think the Warren will do it. Yeah, play. No silly no silly um, predictions there amongst us. It's, it's another close game. Probably the tightest one, I'll, I'll say, uh, in the OBDSFL games this week. That one was particularly tough to call. Um, a clash of two behemoths of um, the OBDSFL for different reasons. Uh, Lambeth All-Stars, the the the... the the Galacticos, the the ballers of um, the OBDSFL, um, some standout players, some super techie players and uh, fantastic footballers in there. Uh, same with Glebe Manor. 
uh, maybe a little bit more hardworking uh, than than Lambeth All Stars in terms of their style, a bit more graft, a bit more um, rely on on grit, determination, uh, and big tackles at times. Do Glebe, um, but this is um, a Division Two team in Glebe taking on senior um, Lambeth All Stars, a team in Lambeth All Stars with aspirations to win the senior division. Don't forget pulling out of the Super League. Um, at the last minute to stay in the OBDSFL. They did have eyes on that title. Uh, and Glebe Manor have so many games to catch up on. Now, their Cups have dominated their season. Um, not many league games played. Jamie can't split these two. Uh, and he thinks this is going to penalties. Um, he's seen a one-all draw uh, in this President's Cup. President's Charity Cup fixture. Uh, Jamie says penalties. I'm saying Lambeth. I'm sorry, Glebe. Uh, a loss to Ellis Athletic the other night on on Thursday, um, going against them. Uh, and a game when they went down to Ramsgate this weekend, uh, they weren't informed of a pitch change and turned up to an empty ground. Um, a wasted week for Glebe, unfortunately. Frustrating. Uh, but I'm going with Lambeth. I just think they might have too much for Glebe Manor. Uh, Glebe Manor haven't played a team like Lambeth very often. Cavell going 4-1 for the Lambeth boys. Um, Omar going 3-2 to the Lambeth boys. Uh, Bela, I, I, I would be very careful reading this scoreline out. You could receive a social media backlash. <laughs> Am I going to get loads of stick for this? <laughs> Glebe Manor, they're quite big on socials, aren't they? I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> I apologise in stuff. advance, boys. This, I've this, just gone with could, that. You could feature on a YouTube video, by the way. So, John White, just get ready to record this bit he's about to say. <laughs> Allow me, please. <laughs> um, I've just looked at it like, you know, you just talked about them being, like, Lambeth All-Stars being bear moths and being, like, having techie players. And, like, everyone knows them. They're one of the biggest uh, top five teams, Sunday teams in the whole of London. And I sort of, it's just sort of like one then when, sort of, say, Real Madrid is playing... I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to be rude here. So I like Everton, someone just outside oh, the top. Of no. Is that have I chosen the wrong team? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. the, the, the worst part about it is you've warned him that he could go on YouTube and he's just called him Everton. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> well, no. they're two divs. They're two divs below. All I'm looking at is paper here. I don't really know the team. So I apologise, Glebe, in advance. Please go easy on me. Um, so I went for an 8-2 for Lambeth All-Stars. Oh, because... <laughs> I'm writing my own destiny. Oh, it's right. been nice knowing you, Bela. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gone for 8-2. Just, just for the difference in divisions and knowing what Lambeth, how powerful and strong and good they are. Next week, we're going to have to put a little message on the end of the uh, next podcast saying, uh, Dan Bela entered the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be uh, exciting to see what happens there. Amari. Um, I'm not, I haven't been quite as extravagant as Bela. Um starting to feel like he likes the bomb spot. I'm going for scores like that. <laughs> I've gone for a 4-2 Lambeth All-Stars. Um, no few of their players, they are a very good team. And Glee Manor also are a good team as well. But I think difference in division may play a part. Um, and yeah, that's it really. 4-2 Lambeth All-Stars. You see, Bela, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm not going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the tweet comes out and Andrew adds them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give my clubs, my clubs tweet. Yeah, not my personal one. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, last but not least, um, 
you can see an upset. This is an upset. They're the greatest team in the whole of OBDSFL. <laughs> I am avoiding <laughs> all confrontation with them online. They are going to win 2-1. Romy Rome's is my hero on on YouTube. I join, join in every week to watch him. They're incredible. <laughs> Was this a roll this of the great. dice for you? <laughs> Big roll of the dice, yeah. Fingers crossed it comes through. I hope they don't lose 8-2, otherwise we will never see Beeler again. <laughs> uh, good luck to all the OBDSFL teams <clears throat> thank you for your predictions this week boys um, Steve where are you this weekend you've got um, the El Claselco again haven't you we have yeah the, the final of the quadruple um, this is my last hope to save my job I think um, cup quarter final divisional cup so it's the Pat Townsley division four cup um, we are playing Hyper Robles at Metro Gas fitting yeah, could be the beginning of the end, or the end of the end, or the. Oh, it's just the beginning. The beginning. Of, it could be the beginning of the beginning, couldn't it? The beginning of the beginning. It could be. Uh, never know. How's the squad looking? It's there. We we got a full squad. We're we're good. I don't like to disclose to Ron. He always likes to play it down to him. Um, it worked once, but <laughs> never again. Um, but yeah, no, we're confident. We're confident. Um, and we're we're losing games at the moment, but we're scoring goals. So. It's, it's it's hard. It's just keeping them out of the other end of the uh, the net is is going to be the issue. Any advice will be uh, taken very well. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah, B- Bela, what are you boys up to this weekend? Uh, we've got a double header against Westminster Wonderers. Ooh, yeah, it'd be a tricky one. It will be a tricky one. But um... we did we did say on the podcast on Monday that it'll be interesting to see how you guys respond back to league fixtures because it's been such a while. We don't really know where you guys fit. In the League Five, um, yeah, you're right. And do you know what? I think it's sort of gone under the radar a little bit when you and Graham were talking about sort of how we've done. And you mentioned the results against Albion and um, like uh, Warriors and stuff. We've had some good cup results against higher placed teams, but we did beat um, uh, top of our league, what they called um, Poplar five five three. Yeah, which was um, which hopefully will be a bit of a marker as well. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we do all right this weekend. I think this weekend's a big one to show where we're going to end up. Six points as well. So must must win for you boys. Yeah, absolutely. Amari, where are you this weekend? Um, this weekend we are, we've got FC25. Um, Ooh. Two things that I did want to say quickly before I talk Please. about our game for the weekend. Please. Um, I'm assuming that it's the same as the other podcast with the double head with Pearly and Addiscombe that we're doing the first game, right? Yeah, it's the first game, yeah. Okay, cool, because yeah, otherwise I was Yeah, gonna... we didn't, that, that changed when we picked the fixtures, that became a double banker, but yeah, it will be, if, if we ever predict a double banker, it will be the first of the two games. Okay, no problem. And the yeah. second thing was, um, just want to send condolences out to one of our players, Javi, who unfortunately lost his mum last night. Oh. Um, literally played play the game and everything and he's always smiling he's always there even if he's not in the squad he's there at like half eight he's had to go back to Barcelona so we're going to be missing him for the weekend um, but yeah the club everyone just sends our condolences out to Xavi yeah um, um, yeah yeah and you, so we've just I think we've, we found out just as um, we started recording uh, so that's why I wasn't mentioned in the recording section um, but yeah so we're going to be doing a minute silence obviously and Sunday before our game against FC 25, which in itself is going to be a hard game. We've got about seven injuries and 
two suspensions after the Crowning United game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, it's not going to be an easy game. Well, it depends what FC25 turn up. They mm. could look at our team and think, none of these lot played last time we played them. Let's give it a go. Or, as you know, all too well, they could turn around and just be like, yeah, we don't fancy it today. <laughs> so, yeah. it's one of those games no one really knows. But, yeah, it will be on the amazing pearly way, um, FC25 Sunday morning. Gents, all the best of your with your um, fixtures this weekend. And, and where are you, Andrew? Uh, I've got Bickley against uh, Sports King All Stars in the OBDSFL senior, so I've got a decent game on yeah. at, at Queen Mary's University pitch in Chislehurst, which is my favourite pitch as well to referee on. And two good teams. Bickley are a long-standing OBDSFL team, and you know my admiration. Is it the for one them. opposite the hospital, just the one pitch with the great railings? No, it's back. It's just before you get to Glebe. Yeah, it's yeah. just before Glebe. So there's like a big, there's a rugby club. And then on the other side, it's like a, a big, two big fields that are just absolutely glorious to to play and referee football on. Uh, no, yeah, it's just before you get to Glebe. Near Chisela Station? Way back, way, way back. Way I'm done. I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. It's on that. It's after you come over. After the roundabout going over, over the A20 towards Bromley, you go past the garden centre, come up. Uh, and then it's yeah, past Beaverwood, and then it's just on your right hand side as you come up there. The best pitch in Sunday League. That's all those all those people know where I'll be on Sunday. Now they can come yeah. and uh, shout abuse at me. Sunday, so where's your game? Just so believe man, I know where you are. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. You didn't have said yeah. it. We're going to lose eight two. You'd be all right. Tolworth <laughs> Common, aren't you, Beela? <laughs> uh, no, we're we're at Rains Park actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's brave they'll be busy getting beaten by Lambeth <coughs> by him by his <laughs> comments boys thank you so much again for taking part in the podcast um, it's really enjoyable when we get um, a, a few of us on the podcast so thanks again for sticking with us um, I'll see you boys next week and have an enjoyable weekend football wise cheers mate Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.